You're slammed right now with an overfull plate and need an energy boost during the day. But before you grab and gulp that energy drink, here's what you need to know right now. If you need some help navigating the rocky road of eating well, ooh, that sounds delicious, registered dietitian and nutrition expert Dr. Susan Mitchell makes it easy. Straight Talk About Eating Smart is your go-to source for all things food, fitness, and healthy living. Hi, foodie friends and health seekers. Recently, energy drinks have gotten a lot of media coverage. Did you know that manufacturers do not have to tell you the amount of caffeine in a product? According to Consumer Reports, manufacturers only have to tell you that caffeine is present, and more specifically, only have to tell you if the caffeine is added to a product, such as in soda or energy drinks. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Mitchell. Yes, I'm a registered dietitian, so I'm all about the sound science when it comes to nutrition, but I'm a foodie. I love to eat. I like to get in the kitchen and cook. I'm always trying new recipes or new food items I find in the grocery store. Basically, I enjoy food. It's a good thing that moderate amounts of caffeine are okay because I love chocolate and I eat a little most every day, but more about caffeine in a moment. I understand food and the body and I'm trying to make smart food choices for my health and that of my family. And I'm here to give you that easy to digest information that you're hungry for, along with recipes, tips to make eating healthy simple. So if you like what you hear, tell your your friends. I just mentioned that manufacturers only have to tell you that caffeine is present when it's added to a food. Typically, you'll see caffeine listed on the ingredient label, which remember is always listed in descending order, but you're not going to see an amount unless the manufacturer chooses to tell you how much. This also means that caffeine, which occurs naturally, like in chocolate or a botanical ingredient such as garana, does not have to be mentioned at all. So it can be a battle of the buzz if you're not aware how much caffeine is in various items. Did you know that you can buy caffeine in gum, mints, and candy like jelly beans? Yes, I said jelly beans. Jelly Belly has their extreme sports beans. A small bag contains about 50 milligrams of caffeine. A piece of jolt gum, that's about 50 to 60 milligrams. And a 1.3 ounce box of crackheads too. Now, okay, crackheads too, you're thinking, what? These are chocolate covered espresso beans. Which, according to their website, here's just what they say that they contain the same caffeine in approximately six cups of coffee, seven and a half Red Bull energy drinks, or 11 cans of Mountain Dew. Okay, so the regular box of crackheads contains a mere 200 milligrams of caffeine in comparison. So what is that? Maybe a big cup of coffee? So according to the company, a five-hour energy drink contains about as much caffeine as a premium cup of coffee. Here's the deal. The caffeine content really, really varies, and you may or may not know how much is in anything that you're drinking or eating or consuming that has caffeine in it. Is there a potential health concern of too much caffeine? Sure. 
Symptoms such as feeling nervous and anxious, not being able to sleep, and stomach ulcers are not uncommon, even at caffeine levels under 300 milligrams. So imagine then what some people might experience at levels double and triple that amount. But it's very personal, very personal. The effects of caffeine vary person to person. Some people might drink several cups of coffee a day, large cups of coffee a day, and never be bothered at all, while someone else could have just a small amount of caffeine, maybe in a, in a stick of gum, and feel nervous and feel their heart start to pound. So for a regular caffeine consumers, where you get caffeine is really not the issue. If you are taking it in every day pretty consistently, it's probably not going to bother you as much. You may even kind of build up a tolerance to it and may not notice a problem until you don't have it. And then you might say, wow, what a headache I have got today. But if you're caffeine sensitive and you're not used to caffeine in your diet or you're not sure how caffeine affects you, the issues are different. The bigger concern is how easy it is to consume large amounts of caffeine and maybe not even be aware of it. You drink coffee, you add an energy drink after lunch for that two o'clock slump, you chew a piece of energy gum, and you may forget about eating real nutritious food at all. I mean, after all, you've got a buzz, got a buzz on, you have plenty of energy, who needs food? So instead of food, you have a lot of caffeine. And a lot of times the drinks like the energy drinks will be enhanced with herbals like ginseng and guarana. And they have a caffeine like effect on the body as well. So potential double whammy and the onset of undesirable symptoms such as an increase in heart rate, elevated blood pressure, Feelings of panic and anxiety can be very real. They can set in at any age. You can have stomach aches and you can have difficulty sleeping. And sometimes too much caffeine results in death, which is why the media has been covering these energy drinks so much lately. Children and young adults may not be able to gauge their reactions to caffeine. They may not know what their body's going to do. So parents, you may want to be aware of the various drinks and the candy, gums, whatever that your children consume and yourself as well, particularly if you start to notice some of the symptoms that we've just talked about. Okay, so for the average person, how much caffeine is safe. I'll tell you right after the break. Stay with me and don't go anywhere. You can find more straight talk about eating smart at susanmitchell.org and at growingbolder.com slash drsusanmitchell. Straight talk about eating smart is sponsored by Growing Boulder, offering you hope, inspiration, and possibility. Now airing on public television and radio stations across the country. Go to growingboldertv.com slash schedule to find where it airs near you. Growing Boulder on TV, radio, online, and in print. Isn't it time you started Growing Boulder? Welcome back. I'm registered dietitian and nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. If you're a regular listener, I'm so glad you're back. And if this is your first time to listen in, 
welcome. I would love it if you'd like my Facebook page and follow me on Twitter and Pinterest. You can find all the icons at SusanMitchell.org. I love Pinterest. I post recipes and great articles too almost every day. So just check out my boards, tell your friends. You know, my goal is to give you this vibrant life and to get more value health out of your food and your life every single day. Remember, you can connect with me at SusanMitchell.org. Okay. We're talking about energy drinks and caffeine. How much is safe? Well, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics suggests that 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine per day is a fairly safe range for most people. And you're thinking, okay, I don't measure in milligrams. Let's talk cups of coffee. That would be equivalent to two or three cups of coffee. But really, let's talk about this. That's all going to depend on the size of your cup or mug, right? If you have a small cup, Yes, that's probably two or three. If you have a huge mega mug, then that may just be one cup. All depends. So caffeine probably seems complicated, but it boils down to how much you consume and how sensitive your body is to it. And we don't want to dismiss the health benefits either. So we've talked about what can happen if you consume way too much, especially in children and young people. You can have panic attacks, you can have stomach aches, high blood pressure, heart pounding, all of that. But when caffeine is used moderately day to day and your body is used to the amount that you take in it does help you to feel more alert and there's some new research that's very fascinating too a study reported recently in the archives of internal medicine looked at data from the famous harvard nurses health study and found an association between depression and caffeine The women who consumed two to three cups of caffeinated coffee per day were 15% less likely to develop depression. Now, that's compared to those who drank one cup. Women who drank at least four cups per day had a 20% lower risk of depression. So potentially, this is good news. According to an article that was on HuffingtonPost.com written by Dr. Peake, one in five American women may suffer from depression at some point in their lives. So caffeine may be a promising tool to just offset some of that depressive feelings. Another promising study that caffeine may be a therapeutic tool for Parkinson's disease. Plus, caffeine does not appear to have the dehydration effect during a workout as we once thought. In fact, caffeine may give you the boost you need to exercise a little longer. An article in the journal Exercise and Sports Sciences Review found that moderate caffeine consumption, and in this review, they were calling moderate consumption up to 500 milligrams a day. So that's kind of really a little moderate to high, but that amount did not adversely affect exercise in terms of dehydration. So assuming that adequate hydration and replacing lost fluids is a given during and after your workouts, caffeine may actually be more of a benefit in terms of giving you that boost to push just a little bit longer. And speaking of workouts, caffeine consumption does increase that physical performance during both short-term and endurance exercise because what happens is caffeine releases glucose which is our fuel source into the bloodstream which increases the amount of available fuel to the body so remember that 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine per day is a fairly safe range for most people 
This is about two to three cups, all depending on the size of your mug. And caffeine is found in many other products, from chocolate to energy drinks to gum and jelly beans. Your eating smart tip is to be a label sleuth. Read the labels and be aware of the total caffeine that you or your children consume. And if you're thinking, well, the amount's not on a label, it just says caffeine, you might check out the website of the products that you consume regularly. They do tend to post more information about the total caffeine in their products or if there are other botanicals added like ginseng or guarana. Caffeine can provide healthful benefits or heart-pounding side effects. It all depends on your body and how much you take in. So take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Straight Talk About Eating Smart is produced by Dr. Susan Mitchell and Boulder Broadcasting Incorporated. Find past episodes, recipes, and more at susanmitchell.org and growingbolder.com slash drsusanmitchell and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. All rights reserved.